Coming to you live from Master Closet Studios, you're listening to The Noob and The Whovian. My name is Austin, I'm The Whovian, and these are my sons Corbin and Tripp. And we're The Noobs! And welcome to episode number three, The Unquiet Dead. Huh. Say, I didn't they just call it The Undead? Because that's not poetic enough for an episode because- featuring... Charles Dickens. Dickens. Charles Dickens. All right, guys, let's spoilers. jump into our, yeah spoilers. Gosh, <laughs> I mean, just you should tell have me. already watched the show. You tell shouldn't be watching. Yeah, this yeah. Unless <laughs> so, yeah. you watch the show. All right, yeah, so we did a lot of spoilers. <laughs> a lot of spoilers for the yeah, episode. Yeah, we spoil the entire. That's kind show. of the point of a rewatch uh, podcast. All right, so yeah, it is. Yeah. kicking off with trivia. All right. This is story number 159, originally aired April 9th, 2005, with 8.86 million viewers, still down from the 10-something wow. million on the first episode, but up from the 7-point-something-something something last time. Written by yeah. Mark Gattis, 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 and directed by Euros Lin, uh, who also directed the last episode. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, executive produced by Russell T. Davies, Julie Gardner, and Mal Young. I think they've done all three so far. Doctor Who. Just the Doctor. Yeah. All right. Our guest cast this week, we have Gabriel Sneed, played by Alan David. Con- congratulations, Alan David. We also had I don't Gwyneth. know who. Who kind of is Gabriel Sneed? He was Sneed. not a... Uh, that was the, uh, the guy that ran the funeral parlor. Oh, yes. All right, Gwyneth. Who was the, uh, the, the, the the like maid? The, yeah, the girl. Servant girl. Yeah. Her name, uh, she was played by Eve Miles, uh, who was uh, the voice of a character named Meryl in the video game Dragon Age 2. But more importantly, Ooh. video game. Yeah, Ooh, more, cool. more importantly, went on to play the character Gwen Cooper on the Doctor Who spinoff Torchwood. Huh? Um, Torchwood is Wait, a spinoff Gwyneth show. Gwyneth and Gwen. Exactly. So, and yeah. And uh, there's a there's a little a little tidbit there that we'll circle back around to when we get to a later episode. Yeah. Torchwood, for you guys that don't know, is a spinoff show um, about an organization that kind of knows about the aliens and knows about Doctor uh, the Doctor, and um, so they ended up spinning off their own whole own TV show. But we're going to see them um, in in this How series. Many doctor Who spinoffs. Um, like at, least, <laughs> at least three. There's the Sarah Jane Chronicles or the Adventures of Sarah Jane or something like that. Yeah, and, um, you mentioned that one. There's one called K9 uh, that's based off of a, a robot dog from classic uh, Doctor Who. Dog. Yeah. Um, K9, which, I've heard yeah, of him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, yeah, yeah. interestingly, Torchwood is an anagram for Doctor Who. Do you know what an anagram is? Not really. It's when you take uh, the letters. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. It's when you take the first letters of words and then you like ASAP. That stands for as soon as possible. No! That's not what an anagram is. What? <laughs> an anagram is when you take words and you rearrange them to spell a different word. Ah. So the letters of Torchwood, if you rearrange them to spell, Doctor Who. Oh, that's cool. Interesting. Alright, so yeah. uh, lastly... I got it entirely wrong. You did. Sorry about that. That is a thing. An acronym, an acrostic, an acronym. It's an acronym. When you take a series of words as soon as possible, turn it into a word like ASAP, or self-contained underwater breathing apparatus becomes scuba. scuba. Yeah, that is an acronym. All right, um, so lastly, but uh, most interestingly, we have Charles Dickens mm-hmm. on uh, that they discover on 
Christmas, around Christmas oh, time. Yeah. Very odd. Like, they chose Charles Dickens. I just thought that felt really odd. That, that was weird. Alright, well, let's loop back around to that. Um, Charles Dickens, played by Simon Callow, not Cowell, that's a different British guy, Simon <laughs> Callow, who uh, pops up again as Dickens in The Wedding of River Song, which is a couple seasons from now. And then he is also uh, well known for playing Charles Dickens on TV, on different shows, and he did a one-man show where he played Charles Dickens, so that's kind of interesting. Wow, what is a one-man show? Uh, it's like a play with one actor. So that's... it's like one huge monologue. Uh-huh. Um, lastly, this was super interesting. He was considered to play, he was considered for the role of the eighth doctor in the television movie Doctor Who. Wow. So it ended up going to a different guy, but he was considered um, for the role. And I always wow. love when little things like that loop back around. All right, quick couple of miscellaneous trivia things. You have uh, this being, we mentioned that it, they meet up with Charles Dickens right around Christmas time. This is actually the closest that Eccleston, uh, Doctor Number 9, ever got to a Christmas episode. Um, okay. You'll see that each year Doctor Who has Christmas specials, uh, but Eccleston never actually did one. Uh, so this is the closest that he had, but it, it's not a Christmas special in the sense of the other actual specials. Yeah. <laughs> um, get this. Apparently the original script, guys, was darker and more frightening until Davies said to give it more of a romp. Make it more of a romp. Okay. So we'll circle back around to that idea in a minute that it was I originally... Really, I really want to read that rough draft. Yeah, right? Don't you? Uh, and then the doctor mentions that he saw the fall of Troy, just kind of this offhanded. He said, yes, I witnessed the fall of Troy. Yes. Uh, that Troy. actually happened. That. It was a, a Greek city. Remember the uh, that gigantic wooden horse? I can't remember. Yeah, what it's the Trojan called. horse. Oh yes, yes. Trojan Trojan horse. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that, horse. that actually <laughs> happened. That was the first doctor in series three in 1965. So that actually happened. In an episode, so they oh, every man. now and then they throw these little That's tidbits cool. in there, like yeah, well I saw the fall of Troy. Well, yeah, because we actually saw that happen. And only uh, the true Whovians would remember. And that is a what you about gotta be the, a true Whovian because that was series three. That was like early, early on. What about the when he said the this wasn't in this episode where he said that they said the ship was unsinkable and I ended up clean to an iceberg oh yeah the- was oh, that yeah, an actual show uh you know i don't know about that i'd have to i'd have to look that check one that out, out. actually um, there's a fun little there's a fun little circle around on on the titanic idea i'm pretty sure i can tell you why is it isn't an actual episode why the reason for that is because when wasn't his name clive that conspiracy theorist for the doctor yes he said that the ninth doctor was the one who went on the titanic very true. He had a so, picture of nine with a family right before they went on the Titanic. Very true. Yeah. So Very technically, true. that is so not it had, an actual It had to be nine. Very Unless cool. you went on the Titanic twice. Which is entirely possible. That would be really crazy. Because remember, Rose kind of said something about that later on, or towards the end of the episode, about how this was Christmas, 1869. It's, it was here once, and then it's gone, and it's gone forever, and it'll never happen again, except for you, she says. So, um, you can circle back around all you want to. All right. So. All right. We're going to move into the recap. And Corbin's going to be doing our recap. Take it away. All right. So, what starts off, we see our first zombie. 
I will yeah. mention this is not the first zombie. According to them, the Doctor arrives in the year 1869, and then we find out that Charles Dickens is in this episode about to perform a play where the zombie shows up and goes totally bonkers, where... <laughs> and then the Doctor sees all this. Rose gets kidnapped, taken to the uh, funeral home, I believe yeah. it is, attacked by zombies while the doctor saves her, and then, um, they do the seance. 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 How do you say that? Seance. Seance. They, they basically they talk to the They do the seance, <laughs> talk to the aliens. Aliens. It turned out not to be zombies, just aliens. Yes. Or ghosts. Or ghosts. The either Gas aliens. And Gas then... They open the rift and find out the aliens lied, betrayed them, and wanted to take all the bodies in the whole world. They and said then, that there were very few of them. Yes, then but Chris, then, uh, what's his name? I can't remember his name. Which one? Charles Dickens. Dickens. Yes, yeah. the brilliant idea to draw them out of the bodies. They kill all the ghosts, and they save the day. How, who saves the day? Uh, I can't remember her name. Gwen. Gwen. Gwyneth. The one who was dead for five minutes. Yeah, but it had she had already been dead since she opened the portal. As soon as she opened up the rift, yeah. Or stepped into the rift or whatnot. The second she stepped under the archway, she was dead. Very good. So And then she blew up her and the entire building. Yeah. Yeah, that was kinda crazy. This is the second time we've seen an entire building go down so that the bad guys can get killed. (laughs) <laughs> so uh, and then uh, oh point. and then how does it how does it wrap up? Uh, what's, the, what's the ending there? He gets into his shed <laughs> and <laughs> goes back to the future right in front of Charles Dickens' eyes. Right, and then he goes skipping through town. God bless us, everyone. And uh, cool. he doesn't even seem to notice the thing just disappear. He just what? starts laughing. Oh, no, yeah, he does notice it. He sees it happen. Yeah, That's he's why like, he's like, whoa. He was like, oh, we just started uh-huh. laughing. Yeah, because of all the things that he's seen that day, that's just one more crazy thing. All right. And it's funny, the doctor mentions he will never get to tell that because in one week he will die. Mm. Because that. 1890. 1870. 1870. I don't even know what I'm saying. It was 1869. It was 1869, and it was on Christmas, so he only had a week till. Well, and they had the great line where he says. uh, um, Dickens was was dead to you and I. Dickens is dead, but we brought him back to life, and he's more alive than he's ever been before. Yes. That was really Except cool. for the fact that he dies in it. So, well, I know. mean... <laughs> yeah. that, that last part of his life was pretty pretty amazing. All right, yeah. so overall impressions, What what is your uh, out of 10 rating trip? Um, I would say maybe... I think this one was a little more scarier than all the other ones. So maybe six out of ten creepy fingers. <laughs> six out of ten creepy fingers. Corbin? Um, I really liked it. I like a good zombie story. I think I'll give it eight out of ten uh, Charles Dickens. <laughs> and, um, I, you know, this was, this was a good one. It's okay. Um, not not okay. one of my favorite. It, it was, was fantastic. It was it was okay. Well, you guys are, you guys are you guys are early on. I you would, didn't catch that. Fantastic. It was fantastic. Um, fantastic. It was. Uh, I'd say I'd say I'm gonna give it about six out of ten uh, creepy old lady zombies. Oh, 
Because <laughs> holy cow, how how freaky was her face when she was sitting in that audience where it was just all blue, glowy? Yeah, I saw her like three scenes before she was actually supposed to yeah. come out. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't her mouth open the whole time? She was staring with her mouth open. Was it? Probably. Yeah. She was just creepy looking. So that brings me that brings me to this. We're going to introduce a new part of our overall impressions. We're going to give this a creep level. I was actually going to do that. <laughs> like literally. So Corbin, we can read each other's minds. Let's let's say out of 10, what what creep level would you assign this? Honestly, I don't know what to base it off of, but you said the next episode six. is really creepy, so yeah, I think I'll give this 6. 6 out of 10. 6 out of 10. Creep walking. <laughs> yes. Trip, what would you give it? I'm going with Be honest. Corbin. Be honest. What? Six? Mm, maybe seven. Seven? Seven. Seven. I, seven. Six, seven, and I'm, I'm going to be honest with two. you. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> this, one, this one's pretty high up there for me, especially... You know what one of the creepiest parts is? First of all, freaky zombie lady in the audience was probably the yeah. worst. But the second worst was when the, the, the friendly little gas alien... Turns into red flames and it's like, Bruh! and I was like, oh my word, I don't remember that happening at yeah. all. If I had to rate it, I'd say creepy woman in the audience, but then you know how her face was just, it looked like she might as well have still been alive, and suddenly it just shrivels yeah, up. Yeah, and... so anyway, ah! so I'm gonna give the creep yeah. level, I'm gonna give it, uh, let's see, eight out of ten uh, freaky gas aliens is what I'm gonna say. Yeah. Here, so, all right, checklist. So, it's actually pretty high up there. It is pretty yeah. high up there for me because they're not all freaky, but man, season one, holy cow! All right, <laughs> put a lot get better after season one. Lot of apparently. stuff. Fantastic. Yes. All right, moving on to our checklist. First of all, uh, baddie of the week was who? The Gelf. The Gelf. Corbin, what did you say that was a? It's a gas elf. A gas elf. Uh, that's called I a. Said elf. Elf. Okay, that's a portmanteau. That's when you take two words and smash them together, uh-huh. like snacktacular, or um, other words. Uh, <laughs> gaseous aliens trying to take over all of the Earth's corpses. That just seems like a bad plan. Actually, yeah, that's just weird. They actually oh. wanted to take over everyone's body. Yeah, I thought it was just the dead. No, they, because remember they actually they killed someone just to get inside. Oh, right. So they have to be dead, but we can make them dead if we have to. <laughs> Yeah. Very cool. All right. Easy enough. Trip, what was the fantastic count this week? Um, two. Right? It was, yeah, it was two. Her. Um, he, and Trip, I think, caught both of them. The yeah. first one I completely missed. He was, he looked at the girl and was like, fantastic. Fantastic. The, uh, so the that, screaming ghost thing yeah. and the zombie girl in the audience yeah. also screaming. Oh, I love I love when um fantastic. they're walking through the the streets and he. They were trying to hit 1860, like yeah, 1860 uh, Naples and ended up in 1869 Cardiff. And here they're screaming of an entire theater, and he goes, now that's more like it. <laughs> just running I wonder the if that's just how it works. Like, he taps in something, but it actually takes him to where something It happens bad every happening. now and then, yeah. Um, so that brings our running fantastic count to four for the season. We, we doubled it from last week. Um, you know what? And I didn't catch this, but how many times did we say run? Did he say run at all? He said so. when the when the. 
I'm sure he did. I can't I think. I think he did we, we're when to... um the girl was chasing after them. Okay. Well, at the, the very least, like, they what? did run quite a few times. So. Yeah. Even um, if you didn't see it. Okay, another bad wolf that I missed. Another bad wolf that I missed. I, and this I is, didn't. You we really were, need to pay attention. We were, well, part of the problem was we were listening to the, we were watching the show, and uh, Corbin and Tripp's youngest brother, who is not quite old enough for creepy zombie ladies. He just was, turned 60 Just yesterday. turned, yeah, that's right. Um, two days ago, actually. He actually he was, saw the first scene. Yes, as soon yeah. as the guy got all creepy, I was like, pause, maybe you shouldn't watch this. So he's down the hall, and I was trying to keep the volume down because it was very creepy noises. Yeah. And so I missed a part when, right, when Gwyneth was um, kind of reading Rose's mind, and oh, she was yes. talking about the, you know, the she was describing boxes, cars. Yeah. The metal boxes and the birds, yeah. people flying. Birds made out of metal because she didn't understand what she was seeing in, in the future through Rose's eyes. Um, and then she says... The things you've seen, the darkness, the big bad wolf. I did not even catch that. Did not even catch that. The big bad wolf from the Three Little Pigs and Little Red Riding. That's right. So, uh, we started talking, uh, I want to talk a little bit, we've been saying who is the doctor, wanted to start talking about who is Rose, because we're starting to see a little bit of her developing. Um, Last week we said that, um, you know, she realized how impulsive her decision was to just get into the TARDIS. Uh, We found out, uh, uh, Trip, how old is Rose? She is 19. She's 19, the doctor. I I actually didn't catch that in the episode. I didn't know. Caught it in my research afterwards that the doctor um, mentions that. He happens to mention that. And then there's this line where Gwyneth says, uh, you know, you talk, you have all the breeding and standing of a, you know, a great woman, but you, you talk like you're this little wild thing. And that kind of takes Rose back. She was smiling and joking around until... Gwyneth says that, and she says, well, maybe I am, and maybe that's a good thing. So, again, she's kind of embracing a little bit of uh, of who she was, or who she is. Uh, time War. We heard a little bit about yeah. the Time War. What do we hear about they that? They said that the um, gas aliens or whatever uh-huh. were actually part of the Time War, and they had, well, they, were, they lied about this part. They said that they only had few people left. Right. Yeah. But I think... I think that they are the ones that beat the... Time Lords? Yeah, the Time Lords. Oh, okay. Um, so, but I'm not sure In case you were wondering, the reason we know they were lying about there being a few of them is because they said they wanted everybody on Earth to be inhabited by one of them. And even back then, there were still billions of people around. So there had to be billions of them at least. Yeah, there had, they had to have probably... So, um, so they mentioned, the Gelf mentioned that the Time War, though it was unseen to lower species, it was devastating to the higher ones. So, obviously, Earth and mankind have, know nothing about it because we're a lower species. Um, but they and other oh, higher species. like microscopic things. You um, know, like tiny little. Yeah, I think it means it's kind of like less evolved or whatever. People. But apparently, um, yeah, they're they don't have us. Yeah, they're less evolved. Evolved. Yes, we are. Yeah, yes. we don't have any could time be the machines first beings in the whole universe. For we all we know. know. Yeah. Um, we and actually so they, probably are. They, <laughs> so they once had physical form, but actually, now they don't. we aren't the first beings. Animals we, were. Animals were. How do you even know that um, they ever even had a physical being? Well, they said they did, but they were lying about other things. So a lot of other things. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. We kind of got to pick it out there. But all right, so who 
is the doctor. Um, what did he What did he say to Rose at the very beginning of the episode? Y'all remember? She comes out in her 1860s dress. You remember oh, what he yeah. says? He said, you're beautiful, considering. Considering? <laughs> considering what, Tripp? Remember? Considering that you're a human. Yeah, you're a human. And she says, I think that's a compliment. I thought that was great. <laughs> Um, but it just, it, it reminded me that there's always this weird distance with the companions. Um, there's always kind of, there's always a little bit of like uh, infatuation or like a little bit of a crush that the companions seem to have on the doctor. And then sometimes the doctor, I don't know, I mean, the way the doctor views the companions is just kind of weird sometimes. And yeah. always, sometimes it seems like he's throwing up his guard and being like, I can't get too close. And I don't know if some of that's left over from the past or I don't know. Like the time war or something. Or it could um, be left just, over from the future. Uh, well. Yeah. You never know. You never know. Alright. So Dickens in the final scene asked the doctor there's one last thing I have to know. Who are you? And I thought he was going to say I'm the doctor and then hop into the TARDIS but what did he say Trip? He said um just a friend passing through and then something else. What was it? Did he say something else? He said, just a friend passing through. I think he said something else. I think, I think that was it. And right. then, oh no, and then he was like, well, into the shed. Yes, into the shed. <laughs> into the shed. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. He's, like he's a just a friend. Shed. He's just a friend passing through. So is that, is he just a friend to Dickens? Is he just a friend to Certainly Earth? a fan of Dickens. Certainly a fan of Dickens. Um... So at any rate, he, he's just a friend passing through. We'll see how that develops later on. His uh, Doctor Who's rant of the week. We seem to have these little bits. Um, so far, they've both been about who is the Doctor. Where he's, uh, you know, you know how the Earth is spinning at a thousand miles an hour and it's spinning around the sun and the sun is spinning through the universe and blah 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 blah. I feel all of it. And then what what was it he said last week? Um, it was equally as cryptic. Do y'all remember? I don't remember. Yeah, no. it was equally as huh, but. Uh, <laughs> But this week, his his rant was uh, the bit about uh, they were trying to let the elves, uh, gelfs, come through to take over uh, human body, uh, human corpses, and Rose is having a big problem with this, and he kind of goes off on this rant about it being a different kind of morality, and then you either get used to it or go home, and he calls it like the uh, the ultimate recycling. I thought that was kind of an interesting yeah. looking at it, um, the way apparently either Time Lords or at least Doctor. Uh, the doctor uh, looks at dead bodies. I thought that was kind of interesting. <laughs> Just dead bodies in general. Yeah. Get them in recycling! <laughs> yeah. Get a yes. ghost. Infect this body. You have the best recycling machine ever. That's right. Yeah, nobody's will go to waste. Alright, so on to stuff we noticed. Alright, so first of all, um, Corbin, what do you got? Uh, Any interesting things that came up? We've kind of already touched on some of them. Well, yeah. I didn't write any down. I can't remember anything either. Awesome. If I think of something, I'll tell you. All right, trip. Um, I know. Uh, there was something that I was. Think about it. Uh, so I thought I wrote down a list of. Uh, I didn't. I didn't know it was going to become a whole list, but just some of Dickens' delightful words, which I didn't even think about until I was writing that down. That you know, he is a famous author, so it would make sense that he had some great little turns of phrase. Um, first of all, he, uh, somebody said something that he had a hard time believing, and he says, "Don't oh, Tommy Rot." <laughs> that was like that was like the 1869 version of "Ah, oh, bullcrap." He says, "Ah, oh, Tommy Rot." 
um, when the uh, when the creepy lady starts turning into the freaky ghost and the and the gas alien is coming out of her mouth and whatever he says what phantasmagoria is this isn't phantasmagoria an awesome word <laughs> yeah I love that one um, when he say what the Shakespeare uh, oh when he walked into the house. Uh, he heard the screaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, what the Shakespeare? <laughs> Which was, like, what the Shakespeare? And I, it took me. A, it took me a couple of seconds. All of a sudden, I had to pause it, and I looked at the boys, and I said, "What the Dickens?" You know. And and Corbin <laughs> yeah. said, "You know, he didn't realize that that was referring to Charles Dickens." But you know what? It actually isn't. Um, I didn't. I didn't know this, but um, it. What the Dickens is another way of saying what the devil. Ah. And the phrase "what the Dickens." was used by Shakespeare in a play called The Merry Wives of Windsor. <laughs> oh, man! I don't know if that was coincidence or not. They yes. probably made Oh, no, that was totally intentional. Yeah, that was totally... And, and so what was... Uh, apparently there's some other movie or show or something where Shakespeare... Not not a Doctor Who, but some yeah. other TV show where Shakespeare is in it, and he says, What the, Jeffrey Chaucer? Uh, so it just <laughs> kind of... Yeah, who's another famous <laughs> author from well before Shakespeare's time. Um, and then the other one was uh, the big fan. Yeah, he's like, I'm your big fan. And he's like, how can you be a fan or something What like did he say, Corbin? He's like, how do you resemble a tool for cooling me off? Yes, in what way do you resemble a, uh, what was it, a tool or, I don't know, something like that. Uh, yeah. So he, he wasn't from, and I had to explain to the boys that the word fan, as in you're a fan of someone yeah. or a sports fan, did not exist. Yeah. Um, I knew that. Oh, okay. Corbin, yeah. <laughs> Corbin totally knew that. So. Everybody knows that. <laughs> oh, okay. Any it was other, 1869. Any other stuff yeah. you noticed? Um, I was trying to remember. There's this one thing. I forget what it was. Well, I did notice oh, the yeah. woman in the audience ahead of time. Yeah. I remember the flames. You said they didn't look really real. Yeah. Like, that was some bad CGI. And that brings us to Does It Hold Up? Special effects. What, um,. Uh, what special effects did we have here? We had the really, really bad CGI flames. Yeah. That was, that was horrible. What about, what other special effects did we have? I mean, we had, we had um, the, um, creepy zombie lady. Was oh, that, the ghosts. That was really good. The I think, oh, yeah, the ghosts. I think that was CGI. That was Oh, it was definitely CGI. CGI. It looked pretty good. That was. Yeah, those those were, the zombies were, looked amazing. Yeah, the zombies, I don't know how they got. I thought the gas aliens looked better when they were just flying around and swooping around. When yeah. it popped up behind Gwyneth and was talking and all that kind of stuff. I noticed I mean, her good. mouth was moving when Who's they mouth? were talking. Gwyneth? Huh? When its mouth was talking? Moving yeah, like that. They were doing that. Uh, it was doing the same thing in the, uh, what is it? The seance? Seance. Seance. Uh, no, I was like this. I, I, I didn't notice that. It was talking through By the way, her. that's great radio demonstrate something visual. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound I make when I... That's right. We're professionals, folks. Um, so, yeah, some of the CGI was, was really, really good. The flames were terrible, which makes you wonder, like, did they blow all the budget on the Gelfs and so they couldn't afford really good yeah. flames, or what was the deal? No, what they about... blew all the budget last week, remember? Oh, that's right, yeah. They, they, yeah, they, they didn't even have good flames there. It was probably, like, hand-drawn flames. Yeah, like, yeah. all the flames... I don't think they're very good. Like in the first one, when the thing blew up, I was like, well, "Fire is hard." Those are totally not flames. Fire is is hard, uh, but it does look really good nowadays. Yeah, yeah, um, they got good stuff. Costumes and makeup. 
Yeah. Um, so first of all, oh, the, eight, the 1869 costumes were just awesome. I yeah, loved, those um, were awesome. I um, liked Rose's costume. That's what I was going to say. When she steps out uh, after, <laughs> what was, the doctor says, um, you know, go down, take uh, take the second left. Yeah, I know. Uh, go Which two doors down, a left and then a right, and blah, blah, blah. Just talking about how incredibly far down. back into the uh, TARDIS you can go. In and fact, then, how did she remember all <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, ooh, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Um, the best memory ever. Yeah. So like wrote um, it down. <laughs> there's uh she she comes out in in a costume uh you know 1869 period appropriate what stuff. What if it wasn't 1869? That would be really funny. That would be. So um it, at any rate that I thought that was really good. I thought all the characters you know definitely looked like they were in their time frame. How about costume and makeup for you already kind of mentioned the zombies. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Definitely. I don't know how they got that. Amazing. Uh, good acting, I guess. Good actors. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Uh, was there anything else that we wanted to talk about with uh, CGI, special effects, anything like that? I mean, that was kind of. I think that kind of covers it. All right. Yeah. Moving on to theories and outlandish accusations and skeptical speculations. That makes sense. Well done. Thanks. All right. What do you guys got? Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking. Are the Gelfs time travelers? And okay. uh, I got this from a quote from Doctor Who. Obviously, there was never aliens and zombies in 1869, but the Doctor did say, in the snap of a finger, your tiny little world could be changed entirely. Or yeah, something your whole, like yeah, that. Yeah, your whole timeline or whatever. So, if the Gelfs were time travelers then they would be able to travel to then and change everything hmm. Hmm. also that would allow for the time war to be in the future or the past from now yeah, i was gonna say they were involved in somehow with the time war so maybe they were capable of time travel as well who knows maybe that's what made the time war. like okay. them trying to get earth and then him stopping them, which was part of the Time Lords, got them mad and started the Time War. Huh, okay. All that right. would be really interesting. So, yeah, that that might be it. Corbin, you started to mention something earlier on about maybe Ken the TARDIS. Oh, Ken yeah. Ken the TARDIS song. I was thinking, this. I'm pretty sure this isn't actually true, since yeah. it didn't happen in this episode, but what if the TARDIS translated older accents and stuff for you. You know, hmm. like how 1869 England had a probably had a way different language and accent yeah. than nowadays, but it didn't really seem like it was more modern. Yeah, def so. definitely would have had different accents and probably, yeah, would have said things differently, had some different vocabulary and things like that. So that's, that's a very good point. I, I've always it thought about... Funny. Phantasmagoria. Um, so, so we know that it translates. So, like when you're on an alien planet and they're speaking, you know, yeah, some other language, random. then you can understand them because the TARDIS translates for you. I've never thought about it translating for uh, humans speaking English in a different time or humans speaking whatever yeah, language like in a different time because uh, other languages. So yeah, maybe was, even alien language. Yeah. Like, Eventually, in like the year five billion or whatever, 
Right, yeah, yeah. Because obviously, I mean, Cassandra in, in that episode could not have been speaking the English that we know as English right now five billion years from now. Yeah. Um, but uh, apparently, they could, maybe that's why they didn't realize that uh, that Britney Spears song was not an appropriate song for a solemn occasion because they just heard words and didn't know what she was saying. But um, it that was... That would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, Unless it got into their brains so they could actually... Well, yeah, I don't think the, the, the TARDIS translates. Yeah, the TARDIS. <laughs> <laughs> they did the not go through a large turtle. Um, <laughs> the the, uh, so you guys know that I've been watching uh, Classic Who, and episode two, they end up back in, you know... Uh, Spoilers. Yeah, they end up back in, in, in uh, cavemen times and whatnot, mm-hmm. and they can understand them. And I thought, oh, that might, you know, they don't explain anything about the TARDIS, TARDIS translating. They, they, I don't know if they ever addressed that in Classic Who or not, but they didn't. Uh, that time, but they could understand the cavemen, and the cavemen could understand them, even though the cavemen, you know, it's like, me, make fire, you know, that kind of thing, but they still were speaking broken English, uh, at the very least. Instead of what? Any other, uh, any other theories or, uh, anything else like that, Trip, Corbin, anybody? Uh, anybody? No, no. New theories? Mm-hmm. Wild speculations? Anything uh, that you want to speculate that is coming up? You guys saw the next time on Doctor Who. What do you guys think about that? I think that maybe the same aliens from this, um, from the from, from this, this episode? episode. Yeah, the from Gelt. this episode might have actually gotten into bodies and maybe come back. For revenge. What are you basing that on? Just like the blue light. <laughs> yes, the simple blue light. Blue light coming out of their foreheads. Why would they need a spaceship if they could fly around and didn't have bodies? But so... they, I said, if they hopped in, like found aliens, they could get into the bodies. Oh, okay. And then like stole their spaceship and like came back, like they had a whole big plan. Gotcha. Y'all have a guess as to what time Wait, frame or location Wait, and that would in? also make sense because they can time travel. So they would time travel to a different time. Okay. And speaking of, where what what does the time and location look like? It looks one? like present. Present time. Yeah. In, I mean, we get a big clue. In London. Yeah, in London. Because big Ben. Spaceship smashes into Big Actually, Ben and then hits the, uh, the, 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 the river Thames. I forgot to mention something, but I was wondering how uh, she had died in the archway and still managed to defeat the aliens. I was wondering if it was um, a change of heart. And if y'all don't know what I mean, I mean one of the aliens infected her when she died and made her explode all the other aliens. Oh, so one of the Gelf actually turned against the rest of them? Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting idea. Huh. Very cool. All right, well, guys, um, wanted to let you know that we have started up a Facebook page. Uh, you can check us out, facebook.com slash noobs and the Whovian, N-O-O-B-S, noobs and the Whovian, just like the title. And we're going to be on Twitter. Um, noobs and the Whovian is too long of a handle, so we're just at noobs Whovian. Uh, and noobs Whovian. And uh, Twitter desperately wanted, to, they kept suggesting... Uh, to make it the Whovian noobs. I was like, no, that's not the name of the shoe. Thank you very much, Twitter. You're not smarter than me. Move along. 
Uh, so we are on there. I did not yet have time to set up a an email. Uh, we haven't uh, we haven't gotten the website going. I do know that noobsandthehoovian.com is available. Uh, so that's good news. I'm gonna work on that and maybe a Gmail. Might want to um, do it fast before it's not available anymore. That's right. Yeah. So because they're starting back up the show, so maybe someone else has that idea. Never know. So uh, I did a I did a Google search for noobs and the Whovian, and there were zero results. Wow! That is promising because everything that has ever needed to be said or thought of or possibly said has already, already been already said been on the internet. So we have come up. Bottom. Yeah, we have come up with a new string of words that has never been uttered <gasps> on the interwebs ever before. So we better snatch up. Uh, noobsandthehoovian.com before some squatter buys it and charges us $1,000. So, um, <laughs> If we find out that is the case, next week we'll be starting a Kickstarter for you guys to help us raise $1,000 to buy <laughs> the domain. Actually, we'll just buy noobsandthehoovian.net uh, or something stupid like that. So, Alright guys, so look us up on Facebook. Look us up on yeah, Facebook. Uh, leave us a review there. Leave us a review on iTunes or uh, wherever you found us. Uh, whichever podcast catcher you're using. Uh, Zoom Marketplace, if you're still using a Zoom, what is wrong with you? Uh, but at any rate, uh, we're glad for all the listeners we have, no matter how um, far, in the, yeah, no matter how far in the past uh, your technology may be from. Uh, but that's okay. So look us up there, hit us up on Twitter, send us a message, tell us what you think of episode three, The Unquiet Dead. What did you rate it out of ten, and tell us what your rating system is. And what uh, the creep. Tell us what you thought the creep level was. Give us send us theories. Send us your crazy, uh, bizarre theories. Uh, If you are a Whovian, please do not send your theories. If you are a noob, send us your theories. If you're a Whovian, send me information because the boys that are the noobs won't see it. They won't get spoiled. But please make it in like Facebook private messages. Don't just post it on the wall and spoil it for all the kiddos out there or the adults who are noobs. Yeah. Uh, So at any rate, uh, give us some information. We want to hear from you guys. Let's see theories. And then, uh, oh, um, next week, obviously, we'll be watching episode four. So mm-hmm. if you watch it and you have two thoughts, uh, is it a two-parter? Yeah. Yeah, it's like so the it first two-parter. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is the first episode with uh, the Slovene. Uh, that's going to be interesting. The Slovene. All right. So we just found out that it probably is not those ghost aliens from this episode. Yes. Oops. Spoilers. Uh, that's okay. Um, you'll you'll know that pretty pretty quick. Yeah. Um, but tell us your we are thoughts. The That's right. Oh, okay, that was easy. <laughs> leave, leave us a uh, a message or or something like that, and uh, give us your thoughts in the episode. We may include those. Uh, tell us if we can cite your name um, and whatnot. And you know what? We need to set up a voicemail line. That's something else we need to do. I'll look into that. Uh, get us a voicemail line set up because we want to hear from you guys. All right. So take two. Live from Master Closet Studios, you have been listening to the Noobs and the Whovian. My name is Austin. I'm the Whovian. And these are my sons, Trip and Corbin. And we're the Noobs. And we will see you guys next time. have been listening to Master Closet Studios presenting the hoobs. The hoobs? The what? <laughs> Zip. The uh. <laughs>
We need to get you, Corbin. You need to go. Yeah, it's called it's called clipping. That's not good. <laughs>